You're listening. You're listening. You're listening to Isnat. 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 Can you call us on my on one of my on on my mom's phone because I want to talk to you. Okay, and then tell them about the bugs. The bugs are little things that help the plants grow. Oh yeah. Abdomen, head, thorax, abdomen, abdomen, six legs, wings, and compound eyes. Head, thorax, abdomen, abdomen. Hey, that was great, guys. Can we try it a little faster? Okay, Okay, let's do it. One, two, three, four. Head, thorax, abdomen, abdomen. Head, thorax, abdomen, Andrew. abdomen. Andrew. Andrew. Hey, Andrew. Oh, hey, Polly. Uh, that was lovely, but I do not think that is how the song goes. It's not? No, I'm pretty sure it goes. Head, shoulders, knees, and toes, knees, and toes. Head, shoulders, knees, and toes, knees, no, and no, toes. No, no, Polly, I wasn't trying to sing a song about human body parts. I was trying to sing a song to remind me about all of the insect body parts that entomologist extraordinaire Chris Wheeler told us about last time on Ear Snacks. Oh, I remember that. Remember? Yeah, right, 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 right. I noticed you were saying insects when we were saying bugs. Are insects and bugs different? Technically, yes. But the word bugs that you're using, you're probably thinking of spiders and crickets and ants and and ladybugs. Ladybugs. Ladybug. But technically, those are different groups. Explain that. What's the difference between insects and spiders? Spiders are arachnids, and they're not insects at all. It spins webs. It also has things that can spin webs in a tree. They have four sets of legs, or eight legs in total. Eight legs. Spiders. Spiders. Spider usually has a... Spider usually has a... Insects have three sets of legs. Six legs in total. Six legs! Six legs. Insects have three body parts. Head, thorax, abdomen. Abdomen. Head, tubby, feet. Head, thorax, abdomen. Abdomen. Head, thorax, abdomen. Abdomen. Spiders, arachnids, have a head and an abdomen. Are their eyes the same as our eyes? No, insects have compound eyes. Compound eyes. Lots and lots of eyes all packed into one eyeball. And it shows them a little part of the whole picture. Spider eyes are simpler, though. They're more like our eyes. How many kinds of insects are there? There There's so many insects in the world. I looked it up, and there might be more than a million described species of insects. That's more than half of the living things in the world. Uh, Do you have a favorite bug? Not in your family. Oh, a favorite insect? A 1G bug. A 1G bug. I have a least favorite. Ooh. 
and that would have to be the cockroach. Why do you dislike the cockroach? Because they they give me the heebie-jeebies. The cockroach is it's a very flat bug, mm-hmm. but it moves like in a very specific way. It skitters across the floor. Skitters. And the way that it moves its legs and its feet and its shoulders, it it just sends tingles up my spine, and I don't enjoy it. You listening at home? What's your favorite bug? I think I like the praying mantis. A Jerusalem cricket? I haven't seen one of these before. A dragonfly. Beetle? Oh, a beetle? Ooh, what do they look like? I think kind of yellow and black. Blue beetle. Is it? Is a beetle yellow and black? Beetles are blue. Any more bugs? Ladybug. Ladybug. A ladybug shell can be at least like a lot of different colors. Some can be red and some can be orange. It's red and it has black dots. They're always spotted with black dots. It's half a circle and it's really small. About the size of the tip of your pointer finger. It has wings and sometimes it makes a brown thing go out of its bottom. (laughs) Uh, Where can you find those bugs? In a, a web on a leaf. You could find it on the grass or sometimes in a tree, rarely. You could probably find it in your own backyard if you will go out, look with a magnifying glass, look at the grass, and you might see a ladybug. They're pretty rare, so it's gonna be hard. What kind of jobs do bugs do? Ants have a job to, to work and feed their baby ants in an ant hair. Ladybugs can fly, and also butterflies. Bees, bees feed their larvae, feed larvae. I never really researched that, and I don't know, I don't know. Eat, eat, milkweed from pollen. That makes no plants grow. They usually fly around looking for stuff to eat. Flying away from predators, people, and other stuff like that. Crawl around and work and, and some the job fly. Is to fly. Fly! Because they don't know what they see. They have to fly away from other things and people that would like to have them for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. All living things have the job of keeping themselves safe. And some plants and animals even work to keep each other safe and make sure everybody has enough to eat. Do you have an example of that? You bet I do. Do you remember Sergio from the Arizona Sonora Desert Wildlife Museum? Oh yeah. He told us that some ants are actually fungus farmers. Ants are very interesting because they have this relationship with a fungus. And so when you see the ants taking a little piece of food or a fruit or something, they're all going into their nest. It's not for the ants to eat. It's for the fungus to eat. In their nests, ants are feeding fungus that then this fungus feeds them. Whoa, I didn't know that. Yeah, so I think it's really interesting. No plant or animal live in the desert by themselves. They are connected to many other plants and animals and the water and everything else. 
Okay, so insects use plants in their work, Polly. But did you know plants use insects? Um, of course I know that because my name is Polly, so I know all about pollination. <laughs> <laughs> ah, but do you know about alimones? Alimones? Alimones. When a plant starts to get nibbled on by an insect, yeah, it hurts. Plants like oh no, and the plant releases odors into the air. They're called alimones. Alimones. It attracts wasps to fly into the area and lay their eggs inside of the attacking insect. And those eggs hatch and then eat the pest insect out from the inside out. What? So the plants are talking to little wasps, asking the wasps for help. That's crazy. And they're talking to each other. That plant saying, "Oh no!" And its neighbor plants hear it. Well, they don't hear it. They smell it, and they start to also push out that same alimone to attract wasps ahead of time to try to keep themselves safe. Yes. Wow. So there's a lot of communicating between plants and plants and plants and animals and animals and animals by smell about safety. And we can't hear any of it because it's all these little little smells, and we can't even smell it. Huh. All the plants and all the animals want to keep living, keep making flowers, keep making seeds, keep making babies. So they need to be very careful that they don't get crushed or eaten. Cool. I didn't know that about plants and alimones. They help each other. They use each other. They eat each other, and that is the concept of ecosystem. Ecosystem. I'm Andrew, and I'm Polly, and that was a whole lot of bugs. There are so many kinds of bugs, Polly. Oh, and I can think of one more kind of bug that lives in a computer. <laughs> computer bug? That sounds terrible. Don't worry, Polly. Avery knows all about computer bugs, how to fix them, and get this: she's even built her own game about the bugs. Oh, then let's give her a buzz. <laughs> My name is Avery Castillo and I am nine years old. Avery will be one of the youngest coders at Coolest Projects USA, a technology science fair where kids can showcase what they've built with digital technology. Avery, can you explain what coding is? Coding is a computer language. A computer language. Basically telling the computer what you want it to do. How did you start learning to code? I just started recently with my Girl Scout troop, and right now I am playing with games and animated scenes. Cool. Tell us about what you're making. I'm making a game called Bee Nation. Bee Nation. In it, you use a bee to pollinate flowers and get points. Ooh, what does it look like? The background changes and factoids about bees pop up. Cool. Um, but why did you decide to make a game about bees? They are one of the pollinators in the world that help our plants grow. Plants like fruits and vegetables. Oh yeah. Um. Okay, Avery. So besides the bees in your game, are there any other kinds of bugs in coding? A bug encoding is an error. Error. 
in the computer program. Oh, like an instruction the coder tried to give the computer, but it can't understand it. Or something you didn't want to happen? What do you do when you find a bug in your game? I keep trying different code to fix it. If someone was interested in coding and building games like you do, where should they start? There are a lot of beginning programs kids can use. Some are scratch, hour of code, and made with code. Scratch, hour of code, made with code. In Girl Scouts, we also use Raspberry Pi. Raspberry Pi. <gasps> that sounds delicious. <laughs> Polly, I think she means a Raspberry Pi computer, the tiny computer kids can use to code and build games and stuff. Ah, uh, I got it. Yeah. Are you excited about bringing your game to Coolest Projects, Avery? Yes. Yeah? Yes, I'm going. And I'm really excited because it is my first year and I get to present my project. Me Nation. I think it's going to be a fun way to learn about coding and bees at the same time. We think so too. Yeah, your project is the coolest, Avery. <laughs> Thanks for telling us about computer coding. You're listening. You are listening. You listen to these ducks. Snacks. With Andrew and Paul. I wonder if there are any other bugs we should talk about. Hmm. Andrew and Polly. Oh. My name is Isaiah. Hi, Isaiah. Why do you want to be on Air Snacks? Because I never seen you. What do you want to teach them about? A warm bin. What's in our worm bin? Worms. What else? Compost. What else? Soil. And? Uh, worm poop. Worm poop. And? What do you live on? Uh, a farm. What kind of things do you grow? Uh, vegetables. Andrew and Polly. Do you know how to feed a worm bin? Ooh. That's a good question. I do not know how to feed a worm. Um, hold on, Andrew. Hmm. I'm not even sure if worms count as bugs. Remember Mm. that thing? Ooh, he would know. He's a bug scientist. Let's ask. Entomologist Chris Wheeler, do worms count as bugs? No worms. No? No. Why not worms? They're something else. What do you mean? They're kind of creepy and crawly and small. True, but they don't have an exoskeleton. True. And they don't even have legs. And they don't have antenna. No. And they don't spin webs. And there's just there's a lot of differences. Worms and snails and stuff, I think they might be together. That's a different science. That's a different Snails mm. aren't bugs either. Nope. They're not insects. They're not insects. Oh, are you putting them in your bug family I in your know. head? I don't know. They're little. They, they crawl around a garden. Wait, are you saying that bugs have families? There are families of bugs? We're the bugs. We're the Yes. Uh, if you think about ants, every anthill is a family of ants. How many ants are there in an ant family? Oh, gosh. Thousands. Thousands and thousands. And they're not just brothers and sisters. They're like pseudo-clones of each other. If you had a thousand twins, that's what an ant family can be like. Can you imagine a world where there were a thousand twin pollies? They could sing some good harmonies. <laughs> One, two, three, four. Okay, so uh, for sure worms don't have any heads, thoraxes, or abdomens. Nope, they are definitely not hexapods. No. They're nunapods. <laughs> well, be that as it may, I am still very curious about the worms in Isaiah's compost bin, Polly. Can we ask him about them? 
Oh yeah, what do those worms do in the compost bin, Isaiah? They eat. What do they do after they eat? They uh poop. <laughs> <laughs> um, what color are the worms? Red. And what do their bodies feel like? Squiggly. Squiggly? Oh, can you pick them up? Yes. Do you know what kind of worms you use in your compost? Red wrigglers. Ooh, red wrigglers. What do your red wrigglers like to eat? Kitchen scraps. Like banana peels, grapes, and tomatoes. Apple cords. Can you put just anything in the compost? No. How come? Because, because mm, it's a really long time to break them down. I get it. The worms are doing the important work of digesting all those table scraps and then pooping them out to make some nice, rich compost soil to help your garden. That is awesome. Awesome. What will you do with that compost? Put it in the woman and put it in the soil. It's to help the plants grow. <laughs> Thanks for telling us about those hungry worms on your farm, Isaiah. Now I can think of one more hungry bug I'd like to think about. A caterpillar. A caterpillar. A caterpillar. What's your name? Ada. And how old are you? Four. Four. Four and a half. And what school do you go to? Uh, and what city do you live in? San Francisco. Yeah, cool. Thank you so much. We're so lucky to get a private tour of the caterpillars that live at Via de Ninos from Ada and Teacher Zoe. Look, we have caterpillars to show you. Should we bring them down? Yeah, what are they? I'm very curious. I've never seen one of these before. Tell them about it. Um, so, if you see a caterpillar come out of a, um, a cocoon, it turns into a moth. But if, but if a caterpillar comes out of a chrysalis, it'll turn into a butterfly. Oh, so cocoons are for moths? And chrysalises are for butterflies. Butterflies. What's in here? Chrysalis. Chrysalis. That's a chrysalis. Can you describe it? What does it look like to you? What color is it? Brown. It's brown. That's interesting. How big is it? Is it bigger than your thumb? No. Your thumb is bigger than it. So it is smaller than your thumb. Is it bigger than your nose? <laughs> um, I think it's about um, plump and like an inch long. How is it attached to the branch? Mm-hmm. How does it attach itself to the branch? It hangs onto it. The caterpillar grows threads out of its body like a seatbelt. Like a seatbelt. Um, so the caterpillar grows threads out of its body like a seatbelt. And then it forms a chrysalis. Starts growing into a chrysalis. But before it forms a chrysalis, it sheds its skin one last time and then it turns a chrysalis. How many times does it shed its skin? One. Just one time. Mm-hmm. What is a chrysalis made of? Silk. Mm, okay. So the silk grows and makes it all around. Got it. And then it hangs around. And... Um, how long do you think it will be a chrysalis? For one month and then two 
months for seven months. Seven months? What is it doing in there? It just stays still. It just stays still? Is it asleep? Uh-huh. Do you think it dreams about anything? No, it doesn't do anything. If you were a caterpillar in a chrysalis, what do you think you would dream about? Caterpillars can't dream. They, they can't? No. Oh. And then, how does it get out of the chrysalis? Um, maybe it uses um, little, like, snappers to open the chrysalis. Those snappers are actually called mandibles. It has little snappers? Mandibles! Mm-hmm. You mean, like, around its mouth, kind of? Maybe it bites through the chrysalis. Oh. And then, how does it get out of the chrysalis when it makes the hole? Um, it just wiggles out. And then it turns into a butterfly. So when a butterfly is going to come out, does it have big wings already, or are they different? It's where they come out small and then they grow while they eat. The caterpillars grow bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger until it's so big. How big does it get? Um, this big. Do caterpillars eat food? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they eat fennel. 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 They eat fennel? Where do they find fennel? Um, wherever there is a tall, skinny, green plant with tiny, tiny specks on it. Um, from a garden or anything like that. Okay. He did not eat fennel, the very hungry caterpillar. He ate everything but fennel. It's not a very accurate book. Oh, yeah. yeah. What are these funny things on his head right there? Antennas. Antennas. Wow. Is this one a monarch? Our butterflies, we all have the swallowtail. Anise swallowtail. Swallowtail. Oh. And you can tell what kind it is by the color. Oh. Do they have different colors depending Uh on the butterfly? Uh Monarch. A butterfly. It's orange. Black. It's a couple inches big. They live in more places. They travel. Ooh, what's it called when they travel? Migration. Migration. And then he knows when he's ready to fly, so he starts flying. So when all of them are flying, Mm -hmm. we can zip it, unzip it, and then they can all fly and have life. Because we're wild. They're not our pets. Where will they live? Um, Maybe somewhere on a branch. Mm -hmm. Ada, how did it make you feel when they flew away? We just let them go away. You just let them go away? We let them go because they wanted to be away from us. Wow, that is really interesting. Thank you for telling me all about those um, caterpillars and chrysalis and butterflies, Ada. And that's our show. Thanks again to... Alex. Zoe. Luke. Nathan. Harrison. Peter Bug. Ellen Bug. Christopher Bug. Peggy Bug. Ellen Bug. Emily Bug. Cordelia Bug. Bug. Thanks to Isaiah, and a special thanks to Avery, her mom, and Christina Faust from the Raspberry Pi Foundation for talking to us about coding and computer bugs. Oh yeah! Beep, beep, beep! Buzz! Coolest Projects USA happens Saturday, March 23rd, 2019. To find out more about Bee Nation and other awesome coding projects by and for kids, visit raspberrypi.org. That's Pi P-I, Andrew, not P-I-E, like my favorite food. Thanks also to Dominic, 
Ainsley, and Ada, and teacher Zoe from Valle de Ninos for telling us all about their very hungry caterpillars. And once again, thank you to our pal, Chris Wheeler, bug scientist extraordinaire, mm-hmm. for calling in from the field. And thanks to you for listening to Ear Snacks. Thank you. If you want to know more or want to be on the show, visit earsnacks.org. You know what, Andrew? What's that, Polly? I'm all done with bugs. What? I don't want to talk about this anymore. But there's so many more bugs. I want to go do something else. (laughs) Time to bug out. Okay. I'm happy that I'm going to be on Ear Snacks. Thank you for getting my message. Goodbye, bugs. Bug you later. Ear Snacks is made by Andrew and Polly. Thanks for listening.